0: Welcome to the KMOX Home Improvement Show.
1: Sponsored by Reinhold Flooring.
0: Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX.
1: All right, good morning, St. Louis. Welcome to the KMOX Home Improvement Show. I am your guest host today, Rich Orris, filling in for Scott Mosby. And, uh, you know, if you're kind of a first-time listener just jumping in, This is your spot. This is where we can help enhance your spaces, answer your questions, get anything you need about your house that may be going on or maybe something you're about to start or do and just want some more advice about it. So don't hesitate to call, join in the conversation. Love to have you. It's simple, it's very simple. Dial 314 436 7900. That's 436 7900. So if you have a a burning question, a need, guidance, anything specific, call on in. We'd love to hear from you. And, you know, for me, I love this platform. I've been, you know, doing this for a, a little while, but I love kind of the learning, sharing, discovering, you know, the latest trends in home improvement, all the different topics, questions, all the things that we can have going on today. You know, I just love kind of, you know the mission to empower you, the homeowner, you know, to, to be creative in your spaces, um, meet your needs, really be able to figure some things out. I have some some interesting topics that I've come up with to kind of share with everybody today. Um, glad to go through all of that, but if I had my way, I'd rather hear your topics, your thoughts, your questions about your home and your situations. You know, we got a lot going on right now in the industry, the weather, the time of year, you know, everything happening. So no matter what your need is around your house, again, you can call in, you can reach me at 314-436-7900, or you can 800-925-1120 if you're far away. So we've got a lot of, you know, great things happening around and in the industry and you know I thought I'd kind of start off with uh a little background on me for for everybody to kind of understand you know what I've done and how I've developed and we can get into some really good industry things and how you know Scott Mosby and Mosby Building Arts has kind of developed and kind of changed the industry from our perspective for for quite some number of years now um but really you know coming Coming into work with Mosby, with with Scott Mosby in particular, and this company, and just his thoughts and, and concerns on, you know, what to do, how to do it, how to service people is so different when looking at traditional kind of remodeling that I had been working in for, you know, 12 or so years before even in coming into here. So it was really kind of interesting coming in and in, in thinking, you know, I fit into this position, I've already got all this experience and I'm being brought in, you know, to be this uh, project manager that's going to run and oversee things. But then as you go and you learn and, you know, I start to figure out, you know, some of the desires, it's, it's really more about why we do what we do than what we do. And and when you can nail into that and figure that out, then you can really understand the drive and the goal and how to get people to join, kind of join your cause and want to do the same thing and, and want to really, you know, make some exceptional changes to the service in the industry and and kind of, you know, what's happening and how it's happening. So, you know, it's really incredible learning, like, the goal of, like, how do we enhance people's lives as well as their home? How do we, you know, work hard enough to outperform expectations of the way everything is? Because, you know, coming in here, about 22 years ago and really kind of joining this team with Scott and, and everybody on it and getting to watch it develop and grow and change, it's been really, you know, just a great personal experience in learning. And it was really the first place where I came in and, and they said, you know, we want you to learn even more. Like, we want you to know more than you know. And it's like, well, I thought I knew enough to do the position we were talking about. But, you know, it, talking about growing and personal development and changing in what you do you know when i came here if someone would have told me you know well you're going to do this for a while but you're going to learn you're going to train and you're going to develop into this you know senior sales consultant role that really helps develop that whole part of the company and, you know, you're going to be on a different end of this. The hammer is going to turn into a pen um, and, and, or an Apple pencil as technology changes and all of this. And really, you know, just I, I would have literally said, uh, nope, not good. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I, 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 I know what I do and I enjoy what I do and all of this. But getting to, to see a different side and really get educated and learn and know – that, you know, I can affect this in such great ways from another place and and still have that resolve of like, oh, wow, this is great. I love it. You know, we've done some really awesome things and, you know, I've really still been able to help people, whether it wasn't, you know, necessarily attaching the cabinet to the wall, but it was making sure that we have everything in place to be able to have the people and the resources to attach the cabinet to the wall and to do it in the best way possible, things like that. So, you know, it's amazing because I did learn a lot of, you know, building science and, um, you know, a lot about lead-safe work practices and how to, you know, apply shingles and roofing in a better way and, you know, roofing, siding, and moisture management and all these different things about how a house functions – you know, scientifically, but really the other thing that, that I've also learned is like it's just the difference in, in what you do with your your trade partners and your and your coworkers and your clients and everything, you know, so so some of those values now brought in, I can bring here to the radio and talk to you and, and try and help everybody out. And I can actually I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and, and the things I learned was, you know, to to act with integrity, to to lead with kindness. Um, don't be like this this all the bosses I had prior to this company, you know, that were like dictators. You know, have respect, loyalty, being creative. They want you to be creative. You know, teamwork, family, your work life balance. All this stuff is such an important, you know acceptance of all this along with, you know, accountability and humility and, and again, honesty. If you don't know it, then say it and figure it out. And that's another thing I love about here is if I don't know 100% of everything, we've got this great big, you know, bench of people out there that, you know, we can get the plumbers and the electricians and the people that have seen some of this stuff to kind of call in and help resolve some of these issues if we can't get to the bottom 100% of everything. And that's why, you know, two heads are better than one and all these great theories. So I love what it's doing. I I love doing it. I love having, you know, everybody here going through the topics, the questions, the conversations. It's what I do all day, every day for Mosby Building Arts. So it's just another day I can come in and just kind of share it with all of you and, and really figure out, you know, what's going on and, and really help out. So, hey, if you want to join in, please, please feel free give us a call here and uh we will get uh we'll get things going for you. 314-436-7900 again 314-436-7900. I'm going to get into my first break here and when we come back, hopefully we'll have some people and we'll get some uh conversations going. Uh we'll be right back after this.
0: This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show.
1: Sponsored by Reinhold Flooring.
0: Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. Rich Orr is here filling in for Scott Mosby today. I want to thank him for some kind words last weekend I uh, that he must have said about me. I didn't, I didn't hear it. I wasn't around. But I actually had a, a really great past client of mine that we've done several, several projects for. Um, I was by her house, and we're going to be doing a a small project for her, and she was kind of congratulating me on getting to come in and do this for you guys and everything, and said, Scott had nothing but kind words. So that's, you know, I really appreciate that for sure, and want to just have some fun here and maybe have some great conversations today. So again, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, join in, get in, bring your questions out, love to help you with whatever you have going on. And speaking of helping out, let's go straight to uh, Henry here and see what uh, what's going on for you, Henry. Can you hear me? Well,
2: uh, yeah, got a, uh, got a toilet leak problem. Um, okay. The leak is only coming from or visible from the basement side and it's coming from way at the top to to the subfloor and it's been foamed in at one point by a previous owner so i don't know what they were doing with that but it's streaming down the pvc portion which ties in with a rubber boot connector into the to uh uh clay piping uh there's no leak upstairs at all so i'm i'm wondering if maybe that seal it's a new toilet uh, that was put in by my son and son-in-law and it's been in place for about seven months so this is the first leak I've ever had,
1: okay, so you're seeing it kind of on the plywood and then running down that pipe from the from right underneath the toilet yeah 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 so it,
2: it it's not coming from the top at all so I'm wondering if maybe that seal was pinched somehow or if it's my worst case scenario where it's I'm going to have to cut that floor out and replace some piping.
1: So, yeah, more than likely, uh, well, removing the toilet would, w- will definitely help answer that. But more than likely, yes, it's, it's that wax ring seal that you put on there. And in nowadays they have some, they have some newer like foam rubber type, you know, these, these wax rings that aren't wax anymore. Um, And if those aren't, if if you try one of those and and you don't have the proper spacing or height, that could be, you know, another reason too. But typically what happens is you go to set the the toilet tank down, the bowl down, and if you get it kind of off or anything and then you kind of move it, you can kind of improvise that ring, that wax ring. The minute you put that down, I literally just... I had the exact same thing happen at um, my my son's townhouse. He just bought a townhouse not that long ago, and someone, you know, the owner had someone come in and put new flooring throughout the whole thing. And a lot of you know flooring guys will pull toilets and they will put them back. And that's exactly what they did. You know, they hit it wrong. They kind of moved it around, and that wax ring never really sealed. And I didn't, you know, I, I figured it out just painting and started to see, like, some of the little watermarks, you know, on the back of the base trim and stuff. And then we caught it super, super early because he wasn't, you know, they'd just done it and he wasn't even living in there yet. Um, but it it can happen, and it can be from a long time ago, too. I I just had a client that we fixed this exact same thing for here at Mosby that she had it happen in her master bathroom and the house was built like six or eight years ago, and that's and it, it's a slow leak, and, and it's hard to find, and it you know you just don't see it, and it's kind of soaking into the plywood subfloor and all of that, and and it's it takes a long it can take a long time to show its presence. So for you to see it, you know even sometimes as quick as seven months is is a good thing because you're catching it early. But it's a simple thing, and it's probably, you know, just the wax ring. As a matter of fact, with my client, she had two other toilets. We started walking around the basement looking at them, and one of the other toilets was doing the exact same thing. And we could see the water stains on the pipe. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, my house is, you know, eight years old or whatever. They built this thing. They did it. And my toilets are leaking." I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's unfortunately it's fairly common." but that's why I've, I seen, those, I've seen
2: those adapter kits on like this old house, but how do I, how do I match the, the adapter kit to my size toilet?
1: Well, so really more what you're, what you need to figure out. Um, Cause have you ever, re- did you replace the flooring in that bathroom when they no, changed? The now
2: that was, that's another nightmare. That's the last owner was a yuppie kid, 30 something, put that in. And he, tried to do a good job and didn't have much skill at it. So it's all uneven and everything. That's that's what I'm afraid of too.
1: Yeah, so, so this may be the second stage of what you find when that toilet's up because, and, and this is the most common thing that happens, is that the toilet bowl sitting on the floor and the actual flange that is on the PVC pipe that the toilet mounts to really needs a specific space between it. And if you build up the floor without raising that that toilet flange, you can get too much space between the bowl and the flange and your wax ring isn't enough. And I've seen people like they just, oh, we just stack up two wax rings. And I'm like, oh, see, I don't know that that's the right answer. You know, because if if it still gets improvised, it's still going to end up, you know, having this slow leak where maybe it's only 5% of the water that's flushed every time, but it slowly destroys what's underneath it. So, you know, looking at that and making sure that that toilet flange is kind of flush with the floor so that you have the right distance while it's sitting on the floor. And, And so my other concern would be if you said it's uneven, then maybe there's a tile higher up that's making that distance bigger because of the way your tile's put in, you know, not really nice and flat. And so that could be causing too much space on one side but not the other. That wax ring gets squished kind of crooked and weird, and, and that's where you get those those slow leaks. So, that's what I'm thinking. Yep. So I'm pretty certain that's, you know, where you're headed where you'll probably end up and you may end up having to fix the pipe just by raising that flange to meet the floor. Um, and this is why a good licensed plumber that has a lot of experience with this can really step in. And, and, you know, once that toilet's off, you know, it's different than that flooring guy that he, he, he learned how to do floors really, really well. And as he went, someone said, Oh, well, we'll just pull that toilet off and put it back. And he, he, learns a real quick easy but he doesn't understand the system you know of it all he understands under perfect circumstances i can take this off and put it back and i won't have an issue but he doesn't understand what an imperfect circumstance is when he sees it well i'm
2: pretty handy i don't mind trying to fix that now how how would i pick out the right type of adapter flange kit for that
1: well when you're when you're um when you look at it, and, and when you have the right height of that flange, where it's 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 kind of flush with the actual flooring, and it's raised up, and it's in the right position, just a regular wax ring should be fine with how that happens. You really shouldn't need anything. You know, I, I like the wax ring that that has the the kind of you know rubber flange in it that kind of gets everything going down into the pipe. It has you know like that diverter kind of reducer rubber pipe thing in it um those are those are nice I I haven't personally tried any of the kits that where there's no wax I'm still kind of like this old school this has been working for me for over 30 years and uh, so I just don't know that I see a reason to try and, and change that for myself Um, but I get the reasons to change new technology and waste and all these different things that come with it and manpower and everything. That's an important thing. I was even going to try and touch on today of like how we should be innovative, but it's very easy for someone like myself to, to be in this niche of like, this has worked for me for this long. You know, I'm comfortable with it. I know how to do it. Why would I change it? Um, so you know, until you learn and you get the experience and you know. So like my licensed plumbers that I work with here at Mosby Building Arts probably understand the other thing extremely well and know, you know, the right thing to use. So, um, so, so yeah, it's, you know, and, and your next thing is just a lot of instructional videos, you know, that those are extremely helpful too. once you're in it, you see something, start looking and searching you know, these instructional videos, if you're DIY enough to to follow it and all that, that these videos are a wonderful, wonderful, great thing that can really help you out because you've got these qualified, licensed people making these videos. It's just know your source would be the biggest thing there. So, all right, Henry? All right. That sounds good. Appreciate it. Yeah, brother. I appreciate the call. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. Um, for everybody else, feel free Got a next segment coming up. We got another hour and a half left of the whole thing. So we're going to get into our break. But again, 314 436 7900 is where you can find me 436 7900. And we'll get into our break and be right back.
0: This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show,
1: sponsored by Reinhold Flooring.
0: Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX.
1: All right, guys, we're back having a great time here. Head up. A- Really interesting question conversation with uh, Henry here about his uh, toilet leaking and something we unfortunately run into way too often. Even sometimes when the so-called professionals, new home builders, stuff like that do it, you can still run into these these problems, um, you know, with, with simple things just not getting overlooked or if maybe they have, you know, Somebody newer, not as qualified, something we're much more, you know, we have much more of that nowadays than we even did, you know, six, seven, eight years ago with the the work shortage and, and all that stuff going on. There's definitely some younger, newer people trying to learn this stuff and we're trying to figure it out very quickly with them to have enough people to do everything. So, Keep your eyes and ears open, you know, as all this is happening for sure. And if you have anything happening, feel free, 314-436-7900. Love to uh, hear from you guys and, and get this stuff, uh, get everything uh, figured out with you. So, uh, again, 436-7900. You can find me right now. we got another hour and a half playing time. we got Kevin on the line, so let's jump in here and see. Kevin, can you hear me? What do you got going on? Sure
3: can. Uh, appreciate taking the call love the show um just have a question uh purchased a house recently um and i I, to be honest i don't know the the exact term um but there's the the on the roof the pipe that's really connected to the furnace um it doesn't have what i'll call um kind of a hat or a cap
1: okay and i would
3: assume it needs one obviously to keep the moisture uh Mm -hmm. from from getting in um is that um, an, a, a fairly easy install, or is, is that, you know, something I can go grab and, and do? Um, I'm comfortable on a roof. I just don't know exactly if there's kind of a what I'll call a, a, a cinch clamp uh, product or if, if it's a little bit more of a heavy-duty install.
1: Yeah, it's it, if it's from the furnace, how old's your house? Oh, I think you know?
3: uh 80 mid so so yeah, 80s so 30. yeah so
1: yep so so coming from the furnace um depending on that pipe if it's just the the actual top cap or not because the hard part of replacing that stuff and why I might recommend getting an actual like HVAC contractor that that works on these mm-hmm. things is because like Below the cap, lower down, closer to the roof, there's a there's a collar. There's like a ring collar that sure. goes around the pipe, and that kind of diverts the water away from like a seam in the pipe, that sort of thing. So mm. the, the pipe is, has a flashing piece that goes under the shingles, and it gets worked into the shingles to flash it to the actual shingles. You know, I'm, I'm assuming that's still there. But yeah, but yeah, just above that is that ring collar. That's not as easy to do as just putting a cap on the same size pipe and putting some screws into it. So if sure. everything's sure. intact, the cap at the right size isn't that hard to do. You just want to make sure you get the right one that's meant for, you know, the furnace, the CO2 coming out and all that. Because that's another important mm-hmm. thing that you want working really, really properly because you don't want... Backdrafting because of like right now, you're a little more susceptible to a downdraft of wind blowing into an open pipe. And you're still, sure. you know, even with the caps, we can be a little bit susceptible to that. But, you know, um, so it's not terribly hard to do, but that ring collar and everything getting on there is a little bit harder. And you can get some, you know, leaks and stuff if you don't get that. Things sort of right so sure I, you No, know that that makes sense yep so uh, so if no, you I, get up there and look and see if that collar is there and if everything looks in really good condition if it's kind of old rusty that sort of thing i would probably say call it call an hvac contractor and tell them what you're looking for you can maybe even send them a picture of it and they can let you know what it would take you know to get it changed sure
3: no that, that that's great and that one more quick question on a roof. Uh, we have, sure. um, a, you know, an attached garage, and right above the door, um, I noticed when we our last decent rain uh, that the gutter, instead of going down the the downspout, it seemed like water was was kind of coming down, um, pretty much centered with the with the garage door, um, what seemed like over the gutter. So I, I figured, oh, it's it's probably clogged. Everything was clear. So I, I guess I'm just concerned if if there's water getting behind the gutter. From what I can tell, the roofs the roofs fine, mm-hmm. but I I don't know where that water would have been coming from. It, it's not a you know it's not a an overflow overflow. But there's there's always kind of a water drip um, right by, uh, really just centered with the garage door. But it's coming from the gutter, but it's it's just not overflowing. So it, would that likely be coming from behind the gutter. I just don't want it to get could. ahead of things before it rots or anything like that.
1: Yeah, no, that is definitely, you know, a a great thing to get ahead of. It's kind of like we were talking with Henry on this slow toilet leak that finding it in seven months is a great thing and not eight yeah. years, you know, and you have a softer <laughs> floor and all this stuff. So um, definitely there's several, several ways that water could be getting around behind the gutter. Um, and getting in places where you don't want it. Um, mm. And so, gosh, the list is, is forever. One is the overhang of the shingles. Like, I've literally seen mm. roofers not overhang the shingle over the edge as far as the manufacturer would recommend. Um, sure. So I've, I've physically seen houses like that. Um, another thing I've seen is if you have gutter screens – that are on top of the gutter and, and it's just like the mm-hmm. screen one and, they, and they're and they kind of like arched. And sometimes if the shingle touches that screen um, or if that screen comes out of position, you know, water, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a rain chain. Have you ever seen a rain chain where you don't have a downspout but water follows the chain? Well, that sure. can happen yeah. on a screen. So if you have some kind of gutter guard, mm-hmm. gutter screens, things like that, sometimes that could be sent in water in the wrong direction. I found that also. Um, huh. And then another way is if your gutters, you know, because they're sloped, so the gutter's further away from the shingle at one end than the other. And if you get wind-driven rain back there, and there's nothing hmm. back there to protect from that, you know, so there's a lot to go in with, like, when houses get sighted, and things like that, like when when I go to side a house and I'm putting soffit and fascia material to kind of cover up all the painted areas around and below that gutter, you know, and that I'm always recommending take that gutter off and redo the gutter when you do that because what a lot of siding companies do is they'll leave the gutters and they'll just tuck the metal up underneath that gutter but it doesn't go sure. all the way up to the shingle, so if you're getting a little bit of that water, you may be getting more water back there than you think, because some of it might be going behind that metal, and some of it not. And that it's, definitely it is, yeah. You yeah, know that,
3: that sounds pretty, pretty, maybe spot on for what's what's going on. Because I'm even looking at it now, and it looks like where that, uh, where that drip, where that leak comes from, the kind of that metal siding underneath the gutter, it almost almost looks like it sags there it's, it's pretty even until it gets to that point and i had not noticed that uh until you you mentioned that so that yep uh is that is there a easy fix to that as well or not so much
1: <laughs> well it's probably going to be um new new gutter and new fascia material at the least and then mm-hmm. possibly some of the wood fascia behind there replaced if it's rotted Um, which that could easily lead into some of that soffit material underneath it if some of that has to come off in order to replace any of that. Um, But I would definitely say, uh, you know, I would recommend you can give, this is the kind of stuff that I do. This is what, you know, Mosby Building Arts does all of this stuff. So you can give us a call and we can have one of our, you know, myself or one of our exterior consultants come out. And they can look and analyze this area. And our goal is to really show and educate, like, okay, here's what I'm seeing. Here's what's happening. Here's what I'm going to recommend for a 100% fix to really understand the whole system. And don't be alarmed if they may look behind the soffit. They may look behind the siding on that wall. Find some sure. circumstances, and they may recommend some more, and that's fine. But getting to the the, the, the gist of that entire problem not just like a band-aid cover-up but all the things that are potential is really what we're trying to do and advise you know on all this stuff that's why we go so far out there so so I would say yeah we can come out if you like take a take a look and figure that out okay
3: well I appreciate it uh thanks for uh, taking the call
1: yep no problem I, I appreciate the call and for Mosby everybody can get a hold of me and Have us come out, 314-909-1800. Love to help you out with some of these things. I'm going to get into our break, then we'll have another segment coming up here right after this. Again, give us a shout, 314-436-7900. Can't wait to hear from more of you, and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back having a great time. Got a little bit of time for you if you got something for me. Feel free to call in 436-7900, 436-7900, and we'll get you in and see what we got going on. Uh, you know, one of the things I was kind of just thinking of, too, when I was talking about all the different things, you know, learning, coming into Mosby and, you know, the different things that we always kind of push and, 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 you know, try and instill into our, our employees and everybody around us, um, and, and I didn't really mention safety, you know, and that is definitely a big thing of, you know, what should we be doing? That is always a thought should, you know, the educational part of like finding out things that you didn't know, or, you know, learning that like, wow, some of these things just aren't great to throw away, you know, and all of that. So, and, and you know, talking about my son's place with the toilet and all the different stuff, well... At his place, there was a couple of you know five gallon buckets, you know, kind of half full, and uh, from from the last owner and everything um, in the garage. Definitely not, probably in a in a great condition for, you know, been there for a while and everything. And my you know my wife wanted to throw them away, and I'm like, whoa, hold on, you know, there's like a way that we do this. So thinking about you know. What are you about to throw away in the list of the different things that, you know, there there is a great big list of things daily in our homes that we use and think about and and have. And we just throw a lot of these things out and there's really better ways, safer ways, you know, to do this stuff and, and figure all that out. Um, so I'm going to get back back to that here when I have some time, you know, in the next hour, but I want to get to the, our, our, just had a caller call in. So I want to see if we can get this in here before the, the break here. So we got Blanca, is it on the line? Can you yes. hear me? Are you there? Did I say yes. that right? Yes. Awesome. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm better with a hammer than I am with words.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I think I'll take you with the hammers rather than words.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Um,
0: I was listening to the um, leak that Henry, I think, the colour before, uh-huh. and, um I have the same problem. Now, I have mine in, um, showing up in the dining room. Now, my question is, how do I fix the drywall? Because he said that he was going to dig a hole in the uh, ceiling of the dining room about three feet wide, two feet long. Uh, and now my problem is, how do I fix the drywall on it?
1: Yeah, so it will take a little bit of an inspection to figure out um, fixing that drywall because sometimes you need to cut that drywall out and replace an area of it, and sometimes you don't necessarily. Um, And and I do get people uh, often that talk about, you know, they're worried about mold. And they're like, well, but if my toilet was leaking, is there mold in there? Is there stuff... Well, if, if it's similar to, like, Henry's where it's like, well, this was probably happening for seven months. It was a very slow leak. It's a small water spot. you know, there's probably not enough mold that developed back there to really endanger everything because you're around mold every day. So, and as long as you fix the toilet, the leak, and the water source, you know, and you get the moisture source out, the mold's not going to multiply, grow all of that, it's going to stay pretty stagnant. So you don't have to cut the drywall out. But if they're if it's bowing down, then it's kind of out of shape. You'll need to cut the drywall out in order to patch in a new piece of drywall, get it flat and smooth, tape and mud it and smooth it out and everything. Then you're kind of matching any texture, you know, to that. Um, the other thing I find all the time is the water will kind of, run to the weakest spot and it'll find the seam in the drywall and it'll it'll peel the tape the drywall tape put a little water stain around it but it won't necessarily bow the drywall because the drywall is usually kind of secured to wood you know at those seams at least every 16 inches or so so if that's the case a lot of times they can peel that tape out cut out the bad spots retape mud smooth it all out you don't have to replace a drywall But you tape and mud it and everything. And that, you know, so that's kind of your two circumstances. Now, if there's no bowing and no tape damaged and and the drywall looks perfectly fine, it's just a water stain. Then it's just a a painting thing where you just, you know, put stain killer on first to cover up that stain because it'll bleed through regular water-based paint. So it's an oil-based kind of nasty-smelling stain killer. You paint it with that, cover it up, and then you can just do your painting and, and you won't see the discoloration, you know, anymore when you paint the whole ceiling. So there's kind of three ways that that happens to correct that drywall, and it just depends on how bad the leak was and how bad your drywall is.
0: Okay. Now, the um, le- the uh, stain is starting from the crown mold so I don't know if part of the wood on the crown molding okay. has been wet, affected, or what's going on, really. But anyway, what I was going to say is I had a plumber who has done work for me before, and I really trust him. Um, he was saying that in order to find where the damage on the pipes are, that's why he would have to open the hole on the, of the drywall on the ceiling.
1: Well, and that's okay because that will help him determine that he's fixed the leak 100% for sure. Okay. And so then you are into, you know, replacing drywall, patching a piece in, taping mud and all that, and then maybe if that that wood's really rotted on the crown mold, you may have to replace a little bit of that crown mold. Now you're into wall painting too because the crown mold gets caulked at a wall and all this, so it turns into this... You know, paint the whole ceiling and, and maybe possibly paint one wall and some crown mold when you do the whole thing. So, oh,
0: okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it very, very, very much. I listen to um, KMOI's programs um, on Saturdays because they are very, very informative, you know, whether you have a problem or not. But it's just kind of interesting to hear. Yeah. And then, you know, if something like this arrives, well, you at least know what to call.
1: Yeah, no, no I so appreciate much. that. I love you know the whole KMOX, uh, you know, group. Everything they do is is a really, really wonderful thing. You know, I think we got a great community here, reaching out pretty far to everybody. It goes really, really. The whole fifty thousand watt thing and all the stuff is, you know, a great thing that that they do. in in a, in a huge outreach. And, and that's why we can get, you know, so many people involved in stuff too, and all of these questions and answers. So, yeah, I think it's a great service and and I really, you know, I'm humbled to be a part of it and to be even considered, you know, to be a part of this, you know, entire thing with the home improvement show with Scott Mosby with KMOX and the entire, you know, KMOX community. And, and I love the, you know, you guys um, are always so nice when you call in and appreciative and, and all this stuff. And, you know, Scouts Honor will always do the best thing that we can, you know, for everybody. So we're about to get into our, our break here at the at the top of the hour. Um, Dan on the line, if you can kind of hang out um, through the, the news and, and weather and all that, I will get to you as soon as we return at the beginning of the next hour. Um, For everybody else, again, I'll still be here. We got a whole nother hour 314 436 7900. Get in on us with us. Having a great time. And we'll be back at the next hour.